0: From Commander.com, welcome to the Tech Refresh Podcast, where we scour the internet to feature just the right digital news, gadgets, and stories to keep you up to date. Our promise is you give us about 30 minutes, and we'll make sure you're the the in-the-know, go-to digital source for your friends and family. After an exhaustive nationwide search to find just the right digitally savvy host, uh, they couldn't pay them enough, so you got me. I'm Mike James, along with our distinguished panel of experts it's the Commando content, Queen Ali Sol- Seligman. You got it right, Mike. Can't do it. All right. Also, the news director at Commando.com, it's Ben Obi-Wan Bradley. Welcome, Ben. Oh, Thanks, Mike. We have a ton of stuff to get to. Later on, the scam of the week, uh, an IRS pin scan, believe it or not. Just a few minutes away is uh, the quick tip about transferring your photos if you Given up on Facebook. You don't want your friends to see you on Facebook anymore. Or maybe you just want to get a few photos and videos off of Facebook. We'll show you how to do that. Brand new or not true today, Allie's got the products. Ben and I will guess for the right one. Deep Dive today is CES Highlights. I think, Ben, you've got that one. You're the CES. Is this like the favorite time of year for you? You
1: know, it's kind of like Christmas Part 2, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: You know, you'll see all the stuff you're never going to get, or at least not, not any time <laughs> yeah, soon. It's but. like
0: the 10000 or or $100,000 TVs or whatever. Exactly.
1: That won't even fit through your front door. Yeah, but
0: We'll definitely go over everything that happened at CES earlier this week. And we'll get started with the news. And we're going to start with Ben and CES. Go ahead.
1: For the first time, it was all virtual this year. You know, as expected, we saw a lot of the usual stuff, the bigger TVs with the brighter displays, you know, all kinds of new wireless earbuds, more smart home gadgets and voice activated fridge. But there were, you know, there were some standouts. You have this rollable smartphone from LG and basically it has this resizable screen that can transform from a typical phone size to tablet size. And you know we see futuristic stuff year after year at CES a lot of which is still years away but LG says this rollable phone is actually launching this year that's one
2: it's really cool it is I think it's way cooler than a foldable phone. It is,
1: yeah. I don't know. You know, you see the video and it's like, how does that work?
0: It remains to be seen, though, if it's really going to work. We've seen so many foldable phones that didn't turn out quite to be, you know, A-rated phones. So we'll see.
1: Sure. Hopefully they've been watching, though. Uh, you've also got things like, uh, you know, from TCL, you have this wearable display. That's the name of it, the TCL wearable display. Kind of boring. But it's like a TV that's built into a pair of glasses. It's got too many OLED displays. So when you put it on it makes it seem as though you're looking at a 140-inch TV. So it's a TV that you can just put in your pocket, carry around with you. And, you know, as expected, there's a lot of health-related tech this year. You know, pandemic continues. Uh, It's a big focus. So you've got, you know, I've seen UV lights that disinfect your keyboard, uh, UV lights that disinfect your entire car, full-size disinfecting robots, uh, other gadgets that let... You know, medical professionals gather your diagnostics remotely, like over video call. Uh, that's just an overview. You know, coming up during our deep dive today, we're going to have a little conversation about some of the other headlining tech from CES, like a robot that will pour your drinks and the dog door of the future and a very expensive Dog door of the future,
0: I might add. <laughs> okay. He did another $10,000, 100000 TV <laughs> and the dog doors of the future. All right, Allie, you've got this huge story this week on Parlor.
2: Yeah. If you hadn't heard of Parlor before this week, uh, I can't imagine that you don't know all about it now. I'm going to give a very quick overview of what's going on. Um, so Parlor is a social networking app that it was founded in 2018 As an alternative to Twitter. um, And it's basically a, you know, touted itself as a a free speech app. Uh, In the past year or so, and especially after the election, it's uh, been really popular with conservatives and has gained millions and millions of followers. Now, after uh, the violence at the Capitol on Friday, Google and Apple basically said, hey, we think what's going on in this app violates our terms of service. We want you to get rid of violent content and change your moderation policies. Uh, This basically all stems from the fact that Parler doesn't moderate what people post there. There aren't content moderation policies aside from what the FCC, uh, you know, designates as dangerous speech. So they get these letters, uh, sent back some kind of proposal to Apple based on what Apple sent back to them. But they said, nope, not good enough. And on Friday, Google pulled the app from its store. On Saturday, Apple pulled it. And the real kicker came uh, late Sunday into Monday when Amazon, which hosts the app, said, we're not going to give you hosting anymore either. So Parler is gone. And now the question really is, was this legal? Uh, How can they do this? Now we went deep, deep into these topics on commando.com, but you know, on the app side of things, when you put an app in the app store, you agree to the terms and conditions and the one who decides whether you're following those terms and conditions ultimately is the company. So if Google says you violated, okay, that's their choice. They said it. Uh, The analogy we used on the website is, you know, think about if you had a retail store and You decided that a product in your store was dangerous or posing a threat. Would you remove the product? Would you have the right to? Yeah, it's your store. So that's, you know, this is the digital version of that. Now, the question of whether Amazon can lawfully pull their services as they're, you know, uh, on the server side. Well, we're going to see what happens with that one in court because Parler sued Amazon to say that that, you know, um, that they didn't have the right to do that and that it was politically motivated. Obviously, all of this is super politically charged. Um, there is a lot of debate on both sides about, you know, what should be done here, what shouldn't, and on the Amazon side, at least, uh, the courts are going to decide if that was if that was a legal choice.
1: And some of it ties into First, you know, First Amendment rights. To that's been a lot of the questions you see going around. You know, the internet at large. You know, from a from a company standpoint, kind of what, along what Ali was saying. No, your rights aren't being violated if. If a private company you know, refuses you service and on the other hand, you know, you're not being suppressed if you're blocked for, uh, you know, basically inciting imminent violence, which is a Supreme Court ruling from a long time ago. So that kind of speech isn't protected by the First Amendment. So a lot of that's what's circling around and, you know, again, some of that's what Ali was saying is going to have to be resolved in the courts, at least to start with Amazon.
0: Also, almost seems like collusion. I mean, it almost seems like they're all doing exactly the same thing all of a sudden. And then, of course, Twitter knocked uh, knocked Trump off of their platform. So it just seems like they're kind of abusing their power.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think in some sense when – you know, there there might be something to when one says it, the other says, OK, we have to follow suit.
0: Oh, yeah. That gives us uh, the right to yeah. do it, too. Yeah. That makes all, all kinds yeah. of sense. But you're right, Mike. It does show how many
1: companies, how many, how few companies actually hold all this power.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Next up, uh, a browser bug. What's that about?
1: OK, well, we've got a, a warning about these newly discovered browser vulnerabilities, uh, That could allow hackers to take over your devices. So security news site ThreatPost just published a report about two separate bugs impacting three of the most popular web browsers out there, Google Chrome, Mozilla Firefox, and Microsoft Edge. So first of all, the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency issued bulletins on both of these bugs last week, which should tell you a little bit about the severity. Uh, For Firefox, it's a critical bug tied to how browser cookies are handled that, if exploited, could allow someone to remotely gain access to whatever device it's running on, whether it's a computer or a tablet or your smartphone. Now, the bug has been patched, but you're only protected if you're running the latest version of Firefox. Uh, the other bug affects Chromium-based, browser, Chromium-based browsers, which includes Chrome and Edge. Uh, like the other, this vulnerability would let a hacker take over an affected system uh, like a PC, a Mac, or a Linux computer. Now, this has also been patched, and you can secure your system by making sure you've got the latest version of Chrome and Edge. Over at commando.com, you'll find a list of the latest versions of Firefox, Chrome, and Edge that you should be running and how to check to see which one you're on.
2: Little pro tip too. If most browsers uh, update automatically, so you're probably good, but make sure you close your browser every once in a while. That's when it updates. If you're a person like me who leaves tabs open and leaves your you know your computer open for a while, make sure you just go through and and close it down every once in a while. That's when you'll get the update.
0: And make sure you have automatic uh, updates on on your browser, which uh, isn't too hard in the settings. All right. Much more to come, including, as we mentioned, more on CES and some of the favorite products that uh, came out at CES. Transferring your photos and videos off of Facebook. If you decided you've had enough with Facebook, uh, we'll tell you how to do that. Up next, it's brand new or not true. Will I lose again? It's next on Tech Refresh from Commander.com. We're back on the Tech Refresh podcast from Commander.com. And later on, we're going to tell you about how to help out struggling actors by watching a video, a TikTok video, no less. And before we get to that, and brand new or not true, we have a quick tip we want to share with you about either leaving Facebook or just plain getting some of your photo, photos and videos off.
1: Right. You know, with everything going on in the country right now and how it all ties in with social media, you know, maybe you've come to the conclusion that it really is time to jump ship from Facebook, or at least, as you said, just start transitioning some of the stuff off. Well, on the surface, it probably seems daunting with all the photos and videos you might have posted, especially if you've had an account for more than a decade. Uh, But there's actually a fairly recent tool that makes it easy to export and store your media somewhere else. It's all part of the data transfer project that was created back in 2018 that makes it easy to move data between different platforms like Facebook. And recently, Facebook opened this option so you could save a copy of all the photos and videos you've ever posted to other services like Dropbox and Google Photos. Now, the steps are a little bit different whether you access the tool via a computer or smartphone. You know, for instance, on an iPhone, just tap the three line menu at the bottom of the Facebook app and then tap settings. Uh, scroll down to a section called your Facebook information and look for an option called transfer a copy of your photos or videos. It'll ask you to re enter your password and then just select what you're trying to move and where it's going. Like I said, whether it's Dropbox or Google Photos. That's it. You know, to find those steps and more about this relatively new Facebook tool, uh, check out our how to report at commando.com called how to easily transfer your photos and videos off of Facebook.
0: Are you guys both still on
1: Facebook? Uh, Yes, I am.
2: I deactivated mine a while ago. I had to log in for some, uh, like a family video chat situation. So I had to open it again, but, uh, I scrolled for about two minutes and immediately closed the browser. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, It's harder than you think. I mean, I did it a while back, too, and you're right. It's, you get a message, you're like, oh, okay, I just got to find out what that is. Anyway, it's time now for America's newest national game show sensation where you can play and guess is it brand new or not true. Now, every week, literally thousands of new products, sites, apps, and services are announced in the technology world. Some are destined for greatness and others, eh, not so much. Oftentimes, the products that sound so crazy or outlandish and just ridiculous, you sit back and think, what were they thinking? Before you know it, we've just created tech's newest millionaire. When playing brand new or not true, we'll present you, the home listener, with three products, sites, or ideas, and it's up to you to decide which two of the three are real. And through the process of elimination, one of the three is fake. Now, Ben and I are on the same team uh, this week. Allie's got the products. And let's start with product number one. Remember, two are true and one is fake.
2: All right. We've got a theme this week. It's all around health. So the first one, we all know about fitness trackers and health apps for people. But what about animals? This is a surprisingly big category, fitness for animals and health health tracking for animals. So if you want to keep your furry friend healthy, check out Fitbark. It's a smart tag, an app, and a food bowl that all work together to help you make sure that your pet, that your dog is getting enough exercise and eating the right amount. So... Based on how much your dog moves, it actually calculates how much food they need to eat. Do this through the app. It has all the uh, popular dog food brands. And so you can choose what your dog eats. And the smart bowl doles out the right amount for them. Uh, There's a little social aspect to it, too. You can make friends with other people on the app, maybe find your dog a new playmate. Uh, You can rank against other pets in terms of how much exercise uh, your dog is doing. It charges via, uh, it charges via USB uh, the, the smart bowl and the tag uh, the tag lasts for 30 days on one charge so every once in a while you have to take it off and charge it it's also got Bluetooth and geolocation so it also acts as a way to um, find your dog if it runs away so this is or gets out somehow so uh, the tag and the bowl together are $149 and there is a $499 a month subscription fee
0: okay the Fitbark go ahead
2: Fitbark All right, next up we've got, let's talk about seasonal allergies. Such a pain. You can take a pill every day and that helps, but it doesn't take them away completely. You can get shots, but that requires you to go to the doctor's office all the time until you've had enough. That is where flow comes in. Flow is this little gadget that treats allergies through light therapy. It's a process called photobiomodulation, and it's complicated, but in short, it transfers light into energy that sets off physical and chemical reactions to help your cells fight things like allergies. So this thing is under 100 bucks, it's a little device, um, it's just a one-time purchase, so you don't have to you know, buy allergy pills every single month. And the way it works, you put it up your nose, uh, you hold down the button, uh, let it sit in your nose for about 10 seconds. You get the amount of light and then repeat it in your other nostril. This thing is still in testing, but it will cost under a hundred bucks.
1: Do you get tested for COVID along with it while it's up there?
2: <laughs> That's uh 2.0, not yet. <laughs> all right. And finally, so there are all kinds of, you know, smartwatches and other products out there that are made to detect falls and to make sure that people are safe, uh, I don't know if you guys know this. One in four Americans over 65 fall every year. Falls are the leading cause of fatal injury. And in that, in older adults, and they result in, you know, millions of injuries and hospitalizations. So this is a really big market. Instead of a smartwatch or some kind of device, if you don't want to deal with that, go with a sleeker option. It's called Smart Belt Pro and it lowers your fall risk. So this thing has sensors and algorithms that basically watch your walking gait to make sure that everything is normal. So if it senses anything off with the way you're walking, um, it alerts, essentially, uh, it will alert you that something is wrong before you fall. Um, and in the case that you do fall, it can let someone know um, so you can get help. It has lots of other features in it too. Uh, it measures your waist circumference over time because it's a belt. So if you're putting on some weight, uh, it can help you see that, yeah, maybe needs need to lose a little weight. Um, It can track your activity, like your steps, the calories burned, how far you've walked. Uh, It'll tell you how much you're sitting in a day and other of those health features. Um, The battery lasts about 30 days. It's a really nice looking leather belt. It's got a silver buckle. It's compatible with iPhone and Android, uh, Bluetooth connected. And this is $395.
0: We've got the FitBark, which uh, helps your dog lose some weight. And that's a Bluetooth for $149. We've got the Flow, which you stick up your nose to <laughs> uh, stop allergies. And we've got the Smart Belt Pro, which uh, helps older folks, uh, it, should they fall down or before they fall, a warning system for $395. The only thing I, I don't believe about that is how would it detect anybody falling before they fall? I mean, that seems kind of hard to do. Not even a super robot from CES could do that. Um, all right. So, but it does seem like it does seem like that, that would be a pretty smart product. The, the Fitbark and Smart Bowl um, is in my mind, no question true. I think a lot of people would buy that. The price seems right. So now it's between the flow to fight allergies, which you stick up your nose and it's $100, or the smart belt. I would say the smart belt is slightly more of a possibility. So I'm going to go the fake product is the flow, which uh, you put in your nose to fight fight allergies with blue light and uh, <laughs> rays of sunshine and everything else we'll see. Well, actually, I've been jumping back and forth
1: this whole time. I hear something, oh, yeah, that's, and then, no, I hear <laughs> something else, but, so, yeah, it, this is good stuff, but each one of them has a little bit of, like, come on, really? But, based on everything that I've got, or that I've seen, I've it's come down to the two belts, the one for your pet and the one for your waist, and... I'm going to say that there are just too many features on the Smart Belt Pro, and that's what I'm going to say is fake.
0: Well, yeah, she had the uh, she had the statistics also to to prove it. So that was remember last week I watched that CIA video, and that was one of the things you got to look out <laughs> for is all the statistics. So let's see if they're right this week, Allie. What is the true product?
2: There are two true products. So, all right, can you stick some light up your nose to cure your allergies? Oh, no. Maybe you can. This is real. I This is actually at CES this year, and I got an email about it, and I knew, all right, this is going to fool somebody. So that one is true. Nice. Yes. All right. So now we're between the belts. The Smart Belt Pro or the FitBark? The Smart Belt Pro is real. The FitBark <laughs> is fake. The FitBark is actually a, a compilation of a few products that I smushed together. <laughs>
1: I just, yeah, I thought it was like, I was listening and I thought the the smart belt was real until it was like, and then it also starts measuring the circumference changes. And I was like, nah, that's that one too many things. so
2: Listen, if it's 400 bucks, they got to make it worth it, right? Ben, we both lose? Obi-Wan loses?
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking we scrapped the episode. You know, just <laughs> just uh, come back in fresh next
0: week. Yeah, that's a good so idea. Just forget this ever no problem <laughs> There was no brand new or not true <laughs> this week. Sorry about that. All right, so that's going to do it for this week's edition of Brand New or Not True. And thanks to our guests, Allie and Ben. Up next, we're going to take a look at uh, CES. What are some of the great products that came out of uh, CES? Also, we'll take a look at the scam of the week this week and much more here on Tech Refresh from Commander.com. All right, welcome back to Tech Refresh from Commando.com. Every week we give you the inside scoop on what's going on in tech. So you're in the know and the source of tech information for your friends and family. And uh, about this time, we take an in-depth look into issues that affect the technology lifestyle. And this week we're going to take you to CES and some of the cool products that came out of there.
1: Let me start by saying maybe not the best <laughs> that came out of CES, but some. definitely the notable things, the notable things that, you know, So the first thing I'm going to start with is uh, you might be familiar with MyQ. That's uh, they turn your garage door opener into a smart garage door opener that you can control from anywhere with an app. That's been around for a while.
2: Uh, Shocking, shocking no one. Ben has one. Yes.
1: And have had since (laughs) the beginning. Of course.
0: He bought the first one.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. But now you have the MyQ pet portal and it is a, you know, basically like a garage door for your dogs. It's a it's a dog door. Now this one isn't like your your regular pet door. You have to replace a whole your whole exterior door with this thing. And it's got a pet door built in at the bottom. And you can open it and close it with an app remotely just like your garage. And it's nice if you're not home because it also ties in with live feed so you know when you know your dog's gotta go outside. And it also works with a collar sensor that causes the door uh to open when it detects your dog coming or going. Uh super convenient. But uh, super expensive. The MyQ Pet Portal starts at $3,000.
0: Cha-ching.
2: Yeah. It's actually really cool, though. But I, this is one that I can see in a few years there will be, you know, the non-MyQ version that's actually affordable. I think these are really cool. I agree. All right. I have to talk about a robot. The Everybody's talking about this one for good reason. It's really cool. The Samsung Bot Handy. Now I think that we all think about robots in our house with a mixture of like, oh, that'd be cool, and also that's terrifying. So this one, it's got one big long arm, and they market it as a way to help with all your household chores. So it can do the laundry, it can do the dishes, and then this is where they get you. It can pour you a glass of wine. So you know, if you're worried that your in-home robot is going to be too strong and break all your stuff, don't worry. It can hold your delicate little wine glass. So this one is awesome. I. Don't see this one coming anytime soon, but, you know, there are always some fun things at CES that we can wish for.
0: Is that the same thing as I picked as the, the Samsung robot? I think so. Yeah, it's a Samsung robot. It, it does vacuuming and it's a security system and uh, and a, a assistant, uh, I guess. So, yeah, that was one that I saw as well. But then I saw that you... Uh, pick that one. So I went back and looked at the heads up display. There's a new heads up display that came out from uh, Panasonic Automotive. It's 4K resolution. I don't know. You kind of have to see the picture, but just imagine a regular heads up display on steroids. So if you have a biker on the side, it has a little yellow biker and of course your uh, GPS position and it shows you the path on the road ahead on your windshield. It also shows your speed uh, it's just like a really, really cool headset. That's up.
2: awesome. Those always make me think about how distracting they would be in practice. Like, it sounds so cool. And then are you going to be staring at something?
0: <laughs> well, the thing that I was thinking about is how non-distracting it is. Because if you've got your mm. GPS on your phone and it's sitting on your desk, you're always, you know, kind of looking away to get it. So it's probably a mixture of both.
2: Yeah. No, that's a good call. Yeah. This,
1: one, this one's a little more fun. So if you've ever heard of Arcade One, they're a company that's been, I don't know, for the past few years, they make those kind of retro old arcade cabinets. You know, it may have like some of your favorite arcade games from the 80s or 90s or even a little bit before that. Well, now they've got something new, and it's called the Infinity Game Table. And it all deals with board games, which, you know, are so often thought of these days as relics. They... You can download board games on your phone now. You can opt for modern video games. Well, this, uh, the Arcade One Infinity Game Table is an actual table, but it's got a touch screen, uh, that makes up the, the top surface of the table. And you can play apparently just about any board game you want. Uh, I assume Monopoly, Life, all these, just on this digital screen. So you can gather up the people in your house to play it, or you can even play online if, you know, your buddy has the same table. Uh, it started out, on Kickstarter, and it's already been, you know, successfully funded, and it starts shipping in March uh, to the first wave of supporters. After that, uh, it should hit some of the usual retail sites, and it's supposed to cost about 600 bucks.
2: That's not as much as I imagined.
1: It's kind of a lot for when, when you're talking about board games.
2: I wonder, do you know if it comes preloaded with the games, or do you have to buy those separately?
1: Don't. I don't. I th- I thought it came preloaded with a, 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 at the least some kind of you know, decent yeah. library, but, you know, at, at the very least, you're not going to lose pieces or, <laughs> you know, a little gay. They're just all self-contained, tidy. So
2: now I'm imagining someone doing a fake puzzle on their table. <laughs> okay, I have another fun one. I can't. It's hard to remember now. Before uh, those pod coffee makers were around. Now I'll be honest that I'm kind of a coffee snob. I have an espresso machine, so I don't have one. But I know people love, you know, Nespresso and Keurig and you know those pod coffee makers. Now. Cold Snap is the new pod thing, and it makes pod-based ice cream. So you put in one of these little pods, and you get soft serve on demand. It's also going to do smoothies, shakes, slushies, and frozen cocktails. So you can pop in your margarita or your daiquiri pod and get a drink right out of it. This one is really fun. There's no word on cost yet, but I like this one.
1: See, that's something I would have, brand new or not true, I would have saved, <laughs> because, because <laughs> I the have saved it. I should have And the first thing I thought is okay, well, so if it does all that, can you get like margarita infused ice cream? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, uh, yet my product is the exact. Uh, Allie and I must think alike because I was on the <gasps> oh Samsung no. and the carrot ice cream maker <laughs> as well. Uh, I know. I knew. Th- I knew that you were. I just kind of stuck with my original choice because it's so, so cool. I can't wait. Is not that awesome? Yeah, I, I could. Wow. Uh, I could turn into a, a geek like Ben and be like the first to buy that uh, when it comes out. No, it just it just seems like a really fun
2: thing. Yeah, that'd make for.
0: Did they say the price on that? It's Tech Refresh podcast, and one of the things we promise every week is to keep you posted on what's going on with the digital lifestyle, and that includes keeping you from getting scammed. So every week we talk about a new scam you need to watch out for.
2: All right. So it seems like every year we're talking about tax scams earlier and earlier. That's because if someone gets in there and files taxes under your name before you do, you know, it can spell really bad things. And so we wanted to give a couple ways that you can protect yourself from tax ID theft scams, because it's already starting. So number one, file early. I know it's not fun to do your taxes before you have to, but this is really the best way to protect yourself. Uh, If you file, it means somebody can't do it in your name first. And then there are some red flags to watch for. So if you get a notice from the IRS saying that you have submitted a duplicate return, that is bad. It means someone already filed for you. If you get something about, you know, a notice of somewhere you've worked that you never worked, That's bad. So watch for any weird communications from the IRS. Don't ignore it. It probably means that something has happened. Uh, Protect your social security number. This is the way someone can file in your name. Yeah, now people can just go on the dark web and buy your social, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be careful. Only put it on forms and submit it places when you really, really have to. Uh, If you're using a tax preparer, be careful. This is a common scam. You search online for, you know, tax preparer in my area might end up with something somebody who's trying to scam you so make sure you vet this person or go with a big company that you can trust and then finally a pin this is actually a way to protect yourself so if you are worried that you might um that your identity might be at risk or it has been before in addition to your social you can set up a special pin with the irs so that when you file your taxes you have to include the pin so if they get anybody else filing uh, on your behalf and they don't have that number, they won't be able to. So it's a, an extra way to protect yourself. Uh, if you go over to commando.com, we are writing all about this and how to protect yourself this tax season. So go over and search tax scams.
0: All right. Just ahead, we are going to talk about how you can help struggling actors by watching a TikTok video. What? That's next on Tech Refresh from commando.com. Thanks for listening to the Tech Refresh podcast heard exclusively on Tech You Should Know podcast from Commander.com. If you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button so you get this podcast delivered automatically every Friday. With the Tech You Should Know podcast, and that also gets you the special feature podcast, including this week's about search engine optimizations, SEO. Uh, we talked to Steve Weidman. He is an expert on SEO. As a matter of fact, if you have a business and you're promoting your website and you want it to go to the top of the list, this is one of the best podcasts we've ever done about that subject. So uh this guy just knows everything about SEO and you're going to be blown away by uh, all the tips that he gives. All right. uh Now we have uh, Ratatouille, a singing rat that helps out actors. Okay. Like let's finish that.
2: Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Understatement 2020 was a really hard year, but one good thing that came out of it was seeing all the people that really tried to think of creative ways to help people who were struggling and who were worse off than they were. Um, I think about the people who you probably saw those stories of people who left huge tips over the holiday season at their favorite restaurants. So this is another one. Performers and actors have been hit so hard by the pandemic because all the in-person performances were canceled. Now, back in August, uh, Emily Jacobson, she's a 26-year-old teacher, and she is a huge Disney fan. She saw that at Walt Disney World in Florida, they're opening a new ride around Remy, the rat from Ratatouille. She loves Remy, and so she wrote a little song, a little love ballad about Remy, and made a TikTok video. She shared it with some of her friends, and one of them is kind of a music whiz. And so he added instruments, he voice-tuned her, he made it really awesome, and this thing went absolutely crazy on TikTok. Now, your mind probably goes to, oh, I bet Disney didn't like that. They did. They sent her a note and said, hey, we want to turn this into a musical, and let's send all the profits to actors in need.
0: fringe countryside my name is remy and um we're about to go on a very big journey a lot's about to happen
2: honestly i'm already exhausted this video went up in october by january they were ready they had a full performance uh it had titus burgess wayne brady ashley park adam lambert lots of others this was a full-fledged musical based around this TikTok video uh it, they've had two performances they sold tickets for it and it's raised more than two million dollars for the Actors Fund so wow. yeah what, what a like a really fun way to see people um, being creative and, and really helping others out
0: and on that Ben is going to sing a couple of notes of the Ratatouille song no no I am <laughs> not no I am <laughs> not
1: <laughs> oh. we should get hey, Kim in for
0: that
1: yeah we're going to start doing some karaoke how right. about that <laughs>
0: If you'd like to comment about the podcast, good or bad, mostly good, send us an email to podcast at commando.com. Again, that's podcast, plural, podcast at commando.com. On behalf of Ben and Allie, I'm Mike. We'll see you next time. And for the latest digital news and articles, anytime, go to commando.com with a K. That's K O M A N D O. Great job, guys. Thank you. And I lose, at brand new or not true, four times in a row. That's got to be a new record.
1: I'm not liking the last two weeks'
0: turn. She guessed mine last week. I'm loving it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Allie's killing it.